Conversations with gospel artists, pastors Our faith is what got us through all the troubles and disasters Indeed we fell short, but the Lord never passed us Our belief in God is the most important factor It's the Velika B Project You're now tuned in to the Velika B Project With your host, Velika B Lover of God, founder and CEO of Set Apart and Chosen Sit back and relax and enjoy the conversation Hey, family, family, family. Thank you guys for tuning in again on this week. Um, My name is Velika B, founder, CEO of Set Apart and Chosen, but I am also the creator of the Velika B Project, and we are back again for another week. And I'm so excited about the girl talk segment that we've been having on here. And this particular week, I'm bringing back my girl, Quanda Renee from I Need a Word. I'm so excited to have a talk with her. And we're going to talk about um, a couple of different things. But one thing in particular, I'm going to bring um, Sister Q on. Hey, hey girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, how are you? <laughs> Q, Quanda Renee. This is my girl from I Need a Word. She's the founder of I Need a Word. And she has so many things going on. Um, Q, for the ones who do not know you, can you kind of give them a, a brief summary of what you have going on in life. Yeah. So I started just a small little platform on Facebook called uh, I Need a Word back in 2017. And uh, it's been growing ever since. I basically help pastors and leaders uh, get exposure through uh, digital marketing. So yeah, that's me. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. And I brought you back. Um, I wanted to bring you back because she was on here a couple of weeks ago, but I wanted to bring Quanda back on so we could talk about, um, let's see, will the church ever be the same after COVID? What did say, Q? You sure you want to talk about that? <laughs> yeah, I think we need to. Will the church ever be the same after this pandemic? Quanda, you want my truth? <laughs> I want to. Will the church ever be the same, sis? Absolutely not. And if you're trying to be the same, you have missed God. <laughs> you know, God, God is doing a new thing, y'all. N-E-W, new, okay? So some of y'all traditional pastors, you better get right before you get left, okay? This is a new season. We can't have, we, out, well, let me say this. It's been, what, seven months? Uh, since we've been in this pandemic mm-hmm. and we are not the same. I know I'm not the same person I was back in March. I have changed and I'm pretty sure a lot of other people have changed. You know what I mean? Our the our lifestyle, the way we go about doing things, our day-to-day habits, people aren't traveling like they used to travel. People aren't going to church like they used to go to church. So we are in a season where, and some people are not opening back to church. Some people have lost their church. Mm-hmm. So we are in a season where we have more technology available um, mm-hmm. and more ways of getting the gospel out because people think for some reason, people think there's only one way to evangelize. That's not necessarily true. I'm on platforms like TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. I can evangelize on all those platforms. I need we're, we're called to win the world. We need to in the world. They ain't sitting up in the church. Right. So. Right. Right. You know, I, I I feel deep in my heart we cannot go back the same way we left. Um, a lot of people feel um, people I've talked with feel like 
They haven't talked to their pastor in months, so they feel abandoned. Now, I don't ever have to come in the building if I don't want to. I could jump online and watch T.D. Jakes, Joel Steen, and everybody else if I want to. So even our approach and how we deal with people, um, how how we love on people, the community that we build, even that is is different. Absolutely. It, I, I feel like it's... Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was about to say, because a lot of churches closed down because they wasn't ready. They were not ready for this pandemic. They were mm-hmm. not ready. Even the ones who... The old school ones who were like, we don't need Facebook. We don't need this. And even for them to quickly build a Facebook page and you didn't even understand that you build a personal page. You didn't even build a church page. Like they didn't have the knowledge and they didn't even know at the time who to reach out to. Like, yeah, it was crazy. I think, too, we have gotten caught up in doing church that we miss hearing God Mm -hmm. because this pandemic caught the majority of us off. Mm-hmm. Like, how do we miss God in this? If he reveals his stuff to his prophet, he don't do nothing without revealing stuff to his prophets. How do we miss this? We miss this because we've been doing church and not listening to the father, not spending as much time in the presence of God like we should. Like, if anything, the pandemic taught me, like, listen, girl, if you ain't living right, you better get it all the way together. Right. You got to spend more time with God, spend more time in his word because you never know what's going to happen. Right, right. So, um, like even right now, um, and I still see a lot of pastors, they're struggling right now. And even like some pastors that have connected with me or even when I go on to, because sometimes I'll go on to, I like to do, I call myself doing Facebook audits. Mm-hmm. So what I'll do is go on the page and I'm like, ooh, because if I'm connected to a church, I might reach out to that praise and worship person or this, that person and say, hey, um, can y'all fix your audio? Can y'all, yeah. it's like a whole bunch of things that they don't really know if, if that sound doesn't sound right once they come mm-hmm. in, we're gonna leave. We don't let me go down here. Let me go down here to TDJ Street because I know right. right. you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So even for that, because I don't even, and I have turned some churches around for me because I'm like, okay, let's work on getting things in house fixed first. Yeah, and then come back because I could take anybody money. Right. I want you to take care of your business first before you come to me. Let's make sure all of this is good over here. And then you can come back over here to me and we'll work that thing out for you. Yeah, because a lot of churches I noticed, too, the video is not where it should be. And so when you're streaming online, you're going to get a total different look. You're mm-hmm. going to get a total different sound. And if you want to keep people, you're going to have to have clear, good looking content like a, a TD Jakes. Could he, if his screen go out, he's still going to have people because of who he is and his right. influence. But you just a Joe Schmo on a come up. That's not going to work for you. You got to have a good and we got so much technology available. I know some of that camera equipment may be expensive, but like the iPhones and iPads can do a lot of stuff now. So yeah. we, it just, I think it's just going to be a matter of people wanting to learn, okay, how can I take this thing to the next level and wanting to pay somebody to help them take this thing to the next level. I'm glad you said that. Cause <laughs> here's the thing. If you want to get to the next level, you have to invest in yourself, the ministry, your business, whatever. So if someone is telling you, Hey, we could do this for you. A, B, <laughs> A, B, and C. And if you're not ready to go there, it's not your time to go there right now. Yeah. But you got to invest in your 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 product. I, I deal with a couple of different. I have deal with a lot of uh, concerts and things that's on my page. And once I see it, I be like, oh no! Like, why do you have that ten minute countdown? Why do you have that long yeah. countdown? Why do you have this? And 
then like a lot of them doing it live and I really want them to do it pre-recorded because the sound may go all the way mm-hmm. out. And at least if you have it pre-recorded right now in this season, if you have it pre-recorded, you can work on the mix and mastering all yeah. of that and all the technical issues and you can go back into the studio and if you didn't get this right, they can fix it and you have somebody else to come in to like sing over these tracks and you never really know that they're really not singing on that stage. Like things can be fixed, but it's so much new technology out here that even like some of the big churches, they still were not ready because we were so content with the four walls of the church. We didn't think outside of the four walls. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And it's like now you got to, we, we in the state we are, we got to pivot. We got to, there's nothing else to do. I mean, because I know that some people believe like when we go back in the building, things are going to be the same, but it, it's not. Because first of all, all the people ain't coming back. Um, You're going to lose some people mm-hmm. and you just going to have to learn how now you got to have more safety precautions now because you got you got to have to spread people out. You're going to have to are you gonna require mask? You know what I mean? Like you so just you're going to have and you're going to have to learn how to serve and communicate with people. You can't have that same nasty usher standing at the door now that you got new babes in Christ or people who not saved coming in. You got, you know what I mean? You got to have somebody that's a people person um, at the door. So even, even internally, the things that have to shift and things that you have to meet with your teams more and start having more um, strategy sessions and sending these people out to get educated. So we know, okay, this is a new trend in media. How can we do this? This is a new thing here. You know what I mean? So you got to train your people the right way. Cause a lot of times in some of these churches, we pulling on Joe, Joe and, and, and Tutu and all of them, and they not trained to run the video equipment. So mm-hmm. they're not going to get in. They volunteer and they ain't going to give you the best. And, so and that's exactly what I had to tell our team. Like when we first got in church, you may have the camera people and you may have this person doing the camera, this person doing the audio. But now we need some people to do some um, editing and all of this. And you can't get mad at the ones that we already had simply because they, they were hired to do a certain thing. Right. So we can't get mad. Oh, they can't do. You can't get mad at them because. Again, they were hired to do one thing. They right. they were not trained in these different areas. So I look at all of that and it's like really just crazy to me. And it's people just is it's, it's a little different. They don't understand, but it's different. And it's funny that you said pivot. Like really, I don't know if you can see that. You said pivot on my page. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's been in my spirit for the last week. Pivot. I, every time mm-hmm. something in my spirit, I'll be writing notes, like little <laughs> notes as well. Guys, for the ones that just coming in, we have Quanda Renee. Um, we're doing a little girl talk about um, will the church ever be the same? And Quanda is the founder of I Need a Word for all my radio audience, uh, my podcast audience, my social media audience. This is my girl, Quanda Renee. So um, what have you been seeing out here as far as the, the church goes? What do you hear, um, pastors and the leaders? I think, well, I feel like there's one particular thing that they're missing right now. Since a lot of them are starting to go back to church, I -hmm. feel like they are slacking up on the online church. I feel like you have to treat the physical building and the virtual building like two separate entities. Mm -hmm. Things that matter in the physical building may not matter uh, online because I'm going to be honest. I'm a dumb 10 minute countdowns. I'm gone. If you will give 30 seconds or less for me, maybe a minute, you know, because there's so many other distractions. I'll mm-hmm. get a notification. My text will go off. You know what I mean? So you have to be able to keep people engaged 
mm-hmm. um, at, through on the online thing. And just because you're back in the building now, you can't neglect the online audience. These people have been carrying you for the last seven months. They've been your bread and butter. So you have right. to be able to have interaction uh, mm-hmm. with the online audience. Keep them engaged and don't just talk to your congregation. You got to, you know, because people like Steve Furtick are really, really good at this. They'll be having worship on the inside and they got their team streaming and they're creating a conversation, getting them to comment in the comments and things like that. We have to learn how to treat them as two separate entities and keep both audiences interacting. That's going to be key. That's the thing. Like, um, and that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm training a team right now in other churches. And actually what I have been doing here in the last couple of months, I've been training because first of all, I don't, I, I cannot go into your church and be your marketing person. I just don't have time for that. But what I can do is on a couple of nights on the week, I can train your social media team and I can show them what they need to do. And that's, that's one important thing. And I had to, um, I did this a couple of weeks. Well, no, actually last week I had to bring in a team on uh, my church and I had a new team. I trained them and I was like, okay, let's do a little more interact. So they respond. I'm on the phone with them as they were doing everything and telling them, okay, praise team. They just mentioned this particular word, drop that word right there. One thing I could tell you what churches guys, if you don't do anything else, drop prayer on your, on your church. Absolutely. Drop it. I'm a guarantee you once you drop it, those numbers are going to go up for real. Mm-hmm. But all in the process, too. And I have a lot of pastors. I want big numbers. I want big numbers. Once you get these big numbers, what are you going to do with the people? You got mm-hmm. all. And what are we doing? We're going to place them over there in the corner. Like, what are we doing? Because these online ministries and these online churches that we have now, when you have people joining online, we got to be a little more sensitive with them because we don't know what they're, we're not seeing them in person. Exactly. So got to have a strategy in place when they come inside, build some group pages. Yeah. You know, treat them like babes. You know what I'm saying? Bring them in. Let's, let's nurture them. Let's, because we don't know, they may be broken. They may be lost. They may be this, they may be that. Let's talk to them. Let's communicate. Hey, this is a scripture for the day or send them out stuff, treat them totally different than the ones who's been there for 10, 15 years. Let's, let's do something different. Right. But you got to have a team and you got to trust your team that you do have in place to do things like that too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, I think babes are often or lately have been forgotten um, because I get so many people inboxing me. They want to know where to read in the Bible, how to read the Bible, how to pray, like basic stuff that you would learn in like Sunday school, Bible school, but, because nobody's being, nobody's teaching it. Everybody's caught up in the hooping and hollering and, you know, all the other stuff. But it's like we're missing. Well, those are those are the people that's essential to where we're going as the body of Christ as a whole. So we got to, we can't forget them. We can't forget them. We can't always just preach to the saints. We got to preach to these babes too. Come on, we're supposed to win the world. Right. And, and we got to do our part. And what I'm trying to teach um, different pastors and ministries, we got to think out of, outside of ourselves. Think like a 70 year old person that's walking in your church. Think like a 20 year old person who haven't even been saved yet. We got to think, got to get in that mindset outside of the box. Like mm, they should know this. Like I was on the phone with my um, my developer and we're trying to um, work on some virtual churches. And I'm not talking about online churches. When you walk and hit that computer screen, you're going to open the door. You're going to walk in these rooms. That's virtual church. That's that's mm-hmm. the real virtual church. So um, like one of the person the person I was talking to that was on the call with us, um, 
he was saying that, hey, we're going to do the email system. So the the young lady was like, well, what if they don't have emails? He was like, if they're online, they should have an email. If they don't have an email, well, we got to walk them through on how to get an email. Like the things that we think that people should have. Yeah. Y'all, they, they probably do not have. So we got to walk through that and just don't take for granted. Like you said, one lady sent me a message and, sh- and I was on my, um, my live one night and I was like, you just got to build a relationship with God. So she sent my message back and said, how do you build a relationship with God? Mm-hmm. So I had to walk her through baby steps on right. just to him. He's there. Just, right. you know, you're not crazy. He's there. Just talk, have a conversation, start reading your words, start praying out loud, go into your closet, have a conversation or just open out like things that we take for granted. Are, they're embarrassed to even open their mouth, but you know what, Quanda? What I could truly say, they trust people like you and I. Yeah. They trust to ask those questions. They they don't feel comfortable asking the the bigger churches or the older churches because they feel like they're going to get judged. Like, and that's the question: Do we think that the church will go back to being the same? I don't want y'all to. <laughs> even back before this happened, y'all was kind of different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Somebody can walk in the church or walk online, come online or do different things. And it's how we treated people when they hit them doors from the parking lot ministry. Don't know how to talk to the folks that drive up in the parking lot to the, uh, the greeters. Y'all don't know how to talk to folks to treat them or look at them like they down or somebody holding five seats. Oh, this for my cousin them. And then the pastor finished preaching and it's, the seats are still empty. But you treated the girl who was lost. And she had, I I gave up my seat one Sunday at church because I saw that. And I'm I'm part of the media, so I needed to be on front. And I was like, you know what? You can have my seat. Go ahead and sit down. And I gave her my seat. And after I had watched her doing the service, she was crying and stuff. And she went up to a minister and pat her on the shoulder and said, could you please pray for me? Imagine after she got just about a seat, walked out that church and would have committed suicide or something. Listen, We don't know what they were going through. So we got the pastors, leaders. Everybody, please learn how to treat folks. Yeah. Treat, learn how to treat your people. Pastors, leaders, retrain your folks because some of them are jacked up. They yeah. don't know how to talk to anybody, but they get in your pa- pastors. They get in your face like they Susie the Saint. No, they nasty. <laughs> Let's keep it 100. They nasty out here in these streets. Yeah. So learn how to treat people. Do I think we're going to go back? I'm hoping that we do not go back to the way it was. Because we need training. We need a reset. We need a, a major reset. We had an opportunity to have the reset, but you still messed that up. This this was a reset time for us. The last seven months were a reset time, and you still messed it up. Because you're too busy focusing on numbers, money, how we're going to pay this rent, how we're going to mm-hmm. do this. Everybody focused on the wrong thing, but souls. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The interesting thing about that is um, if we are people of faith, why don't we believe God to supply our needs? Uh, why are we so reliant on somebody paying their tithes? Now, I believe in tithing. I believe in sowing. I'm not saying don't do that. I believe in that. But I think we can't rely on that. Right. I don't think we can rely on that, especially now because some people ain't making no money. Right. You know what I mean? And they, they faith they ain't like, oh, okay, I'm going to give. And then the Lord going, if they ain't got that faith, he says, you, you got to give with a, you got to be a cheerful giver. You ain't cheerful. You know what I mean? So we got to learn if we got to, if we're going to say we walking by faith and not by sight, then we need to do that and be that. And then if your motives is off, if your motives is all got to get millions of followers and then you, the Lord ain't going to bless that your ill motives. Right. You know what I mean? So we got to get back to, the father, we got to get back to his business. 
his children. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Guys, for the ones who are just tuning in, my name is Valika with the Valika B Project. I'm the host here. <laughs> and this is my girl, Quanda Renee. She's the founder of I Need a Word, a major uh, ministry platform on online. And actually, she she has a whole network that she's um, working on. So I'm super <laughs> duper proud of that with you. So um, how are you going to be able to help ministries and ministers, pastors and leaders? Because this next phase has got to be and they got to be open for help. Like that's, that's, you got to be open for help and you have to be open to investing in this help. Like you really have to be. Yeah. So that that's a challenge in terms of um, I, I want to help everybody, but I know everybody doesn't want to be helped. So sometimes I got to sit myself down and be like, okay, they don't get it yet. Go on to the next. So, but I do consulting for churches. I do consulting for pastors. I do consulting for leaders. I'm going to work on doing some like workshops and different things like that. Um, you know, as the, the climate and stuff get out, get better, you know, I might go do in different cities because I really have a heart to help. Mm-hmm. I know what works and what doesn't work. And even right. not just social media wise, but internally, you know what I mean? I know a lot of the uh, internal marketing and stuff like that. So I'll probably be doing that. And then I have the the marketing membership that I have. So however I can help, you just got to be ready because when I take off, I'm ready. You know what I mean? And and also too, I know I'm sure because I deal with this. Like I said, I've worked with a different, a couple of different um, pastors, ministries. How do you, how, I'll make sure I say it correctly. Um, how do you feel like you give them this advice or you give them this this strategy and they still want to go, you tell them they need to go left and they want to go right. Like they, they see other churches doing certain things, but they still want to do, you know what I'm saying? Doing what everybody like the Joneses are doing down the street. How do you, how do you handle that though? Even though they're paying you the coins, that's good. Y'all paying us the money, but y'all have to listen too. Please listen. I had to learn how to detach myself from, I only could give the strategy, give mm-hmm. the tips, but I'm not the one that's going to apply it because I have a client right now. Everything I tell them to do, they're like, oh, that's good. That's good. They ain't implement nothing yet. And I just, I stop. You know what I mean? I'm still going, you still paying me to consult. I'm still going to consult. I'm doing my part of the job. If you don't do your part of it, then there's nothing I can do. You know what I mean? So I had to release the, release the need for them to do it, how I tell them to do it or for them to do it at all. So it's up to the, it's up to the ministry. Like I, I see where we're going to be in the next three to five years. You know, I know how this thing is going to come together. I don't know all of it, but I know a lot of it from listening to God. But if you don't get on with it, if you don't catch it, somebody else will. You know what I mean? If you missed it, we missed, some of us missed it the last seven months. So you're either going to jump on board or you're not. Right. And I agree too. And also too, um, and, and me and Quanda, we're pretty much in the same field too. So what works, and honestly, guys, what works for Kwanda in her ministry may not work for me and mine. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and when people look, they, it's like they want to look in the mirror or look over there and say, hey, she's doing this over here or that church is doing that. This probably will not work for your ministry because you got to know your audience. You got to know your demographic. <laughs> yes. You know, all of these things, like you're in, they're in the city and we're in the, the woods. Like that's a totally different audience. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So just because it's working up north for them, it may not work down here for us. And you yeah. got to be open to that. You can't be, you got to be realistic about your goals. I know what yeah. you're wanting and there's only so much we can do. 
It's only someone. We can share on Set Apart and Chosen and I Need a Word all day and all night, but that's our audience. And you may not grow over there because people may not resonate in what, what you're doing and what you're saying. Exactly. And people have to understand that. They, you mm-hmm. have to build your own audience. Like sometimes people may say, hey, I need a watch party. If I'm doing a watch party for you, stick a person inside of that watch party. Let yeah. them interact with that particular right. audience. You get what I'm saying? So they can yeah. know. Like, let them have your sermon notes for that particular Sunday and right. they interact with the audience and build that relationship up and let them know what y'all do at your church while you inside of that room. You yeah. just expect for it to just magically happen. You got to yeah. do the right We don't, we're, we're not miracle workers. We're, we're not dead at all. Listen, I, I say that all the time. Like, listen, Jesus was the one doing the miracles, okay? Exactly. <laughs> right. exactly, exactly. And I think the focus is off too, because we get good. Well, now I'm saying we, I mean people. Yeah. We get caught up in like the numbers, but like what's the after effect? And I think you mentioned this before. What? So what do you, now you got 2 million people following you, now what? Yeah, you right. have to still continue to engage in And then the, what if Facebook decides, okay, I'm not, doing no church stuff today. We're going to shut down Sundays and you can't do no church stuff on there. What do you, how are you still going to communicate with these people? So you always need a backup. You need that. You need to be getting people to your website, to your app or whatever you got going on. You have to learn how to collect information from people. You know what I mean? That was another mistake that a lot of churches made. It's like they had no way when this pandemic first happened to get in touch with the people in their congregation. Right. They didn't have no system set up. They didn't know birthdays. They didn't have phone numbers. They didn't know any of that. So now you got to get something in place where you know how to reach people. You know what I mean? You have a text community or something going on with your congregation. Mm -hmm. And then stop looking at, we got to stop comparing what Bishop Jakes is doing to what you're doing. Bishop Jakes has millions of dollars in budget. You know what I mean? He has a whole team helping him. He ain't, he ain't on social media doing none of this stuff himself. Right. Okay. He got a camera crew. He got people set marketing teams and all of that. You know what I mean? So you, you could go there for ideas, but don't think that that's going to be what you got to do. Right. This right. man has influence. He's been in the game for what, 30, 20 years. He knows what he's doing and he has the people behind him. People are going to flock to him. I'm telling you, he can get online right now. And the screen is covered and the blur video is blurry. He's still going to have a lot of people on there right. because of who he is. And he's not doing all the work himself. Exactly. With a team. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I am so um, excited to have you back on with me, girl. We got to do it again. I love talking Absolutely. to you. We just keep it 100 and <laughs> real all the time. Um and we're getting to wrap everything up. But for the ones who are just coming in, this is Quanda Renee. My name is Valika B um, with the Valika B Project and my girl Quanda Renee here from I Need a Word. Um, tell them how they can follow you before we um, dip off. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, just Quanda Renee. Um, just kind of baby page, just kind of starting out. But like if you need some inspiration, little clips, I got you. So just Quanda Renee on Instagram. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for joining me. Guys, um, if you haven't been to INeedAWord.org, please go there today. She has a lot of different inspirational pieces over there, and I think you will really enjoy it. Kwanda, I love you. Thank you again you for joining me. Guys, God bless you. I love you. Do not forget to um, download our Set Apart and Chosen app or visit the VelikaB.org um, Facebook, not Facebook, but website. So guys, I love you. We'll see you soon. God bless you.
with your host, Valika B. Until next time we meet, be blessed. The Val-